So last night literally leaves me with no words. Something needs to change and it needs to happen quick. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Philly Take with RB, number one show for Sixers fans. You know the drill. Hit the like button, subscribe to the show, stay up to date with all the content. We just need to hop right into this. Honestly, I was going to do a live breakdown show, but they don't deserve it. They don't deserve it today. The Sixers go down on their home floor yet again. They lose 114 to 105 to the tanking San Antonio Spurs. And now the team is 2-1. Two, two and one. The Spurs are 2-1. and one. The Sixers, in fact, now look like they're the team trying to tank for Wembenyama. I, I mean, I don't even know what to say. I was left speechless. Luckily, the Phillies won. I was out enjoying my night, just trying to forget about this slop of a game. Uh, there's a lot to dissect and break down. Really, I just want to hit on a few main things today, and hopefully we can bounce back because things have been very, very ugly to begin. And and honestly, I don't know where to begin, but before we get right into it, man, shout out to the sponsor of today's show. Manscaped is the leading provider of below the waist men's grooming products. Let them help you take your grooming experience to another level, man. Go check out all their inventory. They have products like this, the lawnmower 4.0. They have the weed whacker, crop preserver, crop reviver, all their great products helping you uh, protect the jewels, man, and trim the bushes without hitting the roots. You know, it's getting to that point in the year. You know, things get heavy, man. Things get heavy. You need to take care of yourself and uh, let them help you take your grooming experience to another notch, man. I mean, they have the best products on the market. Skin safe technology, literally a flashlight on this thing. It's insane, man. Go check it out. Link is down in the description. Use promo code Philly take for 20% off and free shipping. Trust me, your lady will thank you. Speaking of protection, though. The Sixers did not protect their home floor last night. I, I'm still embarrassed, and they should be embarrassed. Doc Rivers should be embarrassed for the Sixers to come out and lose this game when Brett Brown returns to the Wells Fargo Center, okay? When Josh Richardson returns to the Wells Fargo Center with Greg Popovich before the game, literally coming out and saying James Harden is going to go for 50, and that team is not going to be able to stop him. And yet the Sixers just... They, they just bow down on their home floor after a first couple games where you're playing good teams, right? You kind of hung in there, but overall still not the best of losses. And then you come out and you lose this game to this team. I mean, it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Now, I want to start with Doc Rivers, right? It starts at the top. Doc Rivers was embarrassing last night. And, you know, I just, you know me. And last year, I was out on Doc Rivers at the end, especially when he went on that tirade about Paul Reed. I've been trying to give it a chance because, you know, at, at this point of time in the NBA, if you have the stars, sometimes those can kind of overshadow a coach, right? And, you know, guys get up sometimes like they, apparently they like playing for Doc Rivers. At the end of the day, not only what he's doing on a basketball floor right now is bad, but just like his attitude, his attitude is bad. And here's what he had to say last night after the game, which I, I just can't let down. I can't let down. Doc Rivers on the Sixers right now, quote, we're not ready yet, honestly. We're just not. We're not ready to win yet. You can feel that. We got a lot of work to do. So you're telling me, as Doc Rivers, the coach of the Sixers, okay, we, we talked last year when James Harden got traded after the trade deadline, and, you know, I mean, they didn't have time to really do anything. During an NBA season, you're not practicing a lot. You're going game after game after game. I get it. It's kind of hard to get acclimated. Harden wasn't really right. 
you know, it, it was a tough thing to be thrown into, like the, thrown into the fire right away. But you had an entire offseason. You are Doc Rivers, who has been around the game for 35 years. You've been coaching for 22 seasons. And you know the expectations. You said it yourself a month or two ago that this team was in championship mode. And, um, <clears throat> you know, this could be the year where we take it all back. We take it all and, and we run with it, right? What do you mean we're not ready? You could have just came out and said that we will get it on the right track and, and we'll fix these terrible issues that we're having right now. No, we're not ready yet. We can feel that. I mean, what does that, how are you not ready yet? You had an entire off season with honestly not a lot of drama where you could focus on the team. You made some renovations. All right. You bring in more toughness, which we lacked last year in the playoffs. How are we not ready yet? How are we not ready yet? I just don't understand it. Obviously, we could talk about on the floor, the rotation stink. You have Joel Embiid in for the end of the third quarter for like five or six minutes, and then you keep him all the way up until the six-minute mark of the fourth. You took him out, and you were probably going to sit him out for two minutes, but then the Spurs just started extending the lead, and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to put him back in. The time management, terrible. The rotation's terrible. But really, the main thing to me is this Sixers offense has no identity. They have no identity at all, and that is a reflection upon Doc Rivers. How the hell do you not have an identity three games into a season? We just started the year. We just went through an entire training camp. You took the team to Charleston, and we have no identity. The first couple games, James Harden's trying to get acclimated. He's going early. This game yesterday, it was Joel Embiid's game. Then it was Maxie. I've been preaching this for weeks. How are you going to get these guys involved in the offense right away? Is it going to be a game-by-game -game thing, whoever has a hot hand? Is it going to be we start with Joel Embiid because obviously he can dominate most teams in the NBA? Is it going to be James's offense? How does Maxie fit in? You know what it looks like to me right now? It looks like Doc Rivers sits there before the game and says, you know what, you go out there and we'll just throw it around and we'll see what happens. We'll see what It's like studying for a test the night before and you know you didn't prepare enough. And you say, eh, we'll see what happens. That is what I'm seeing right now from the Sixers offense. They have no identity. They have no identity. What's, what's the famous saying? You know, work, uh, hard work fails to beat talent when, wait, what is it? Uh, hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. That's what it is. One of my favorite quotes, actually. Hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. I don't want to hear anything about the Sixers not having enough talent in the starting lineup. They got better from last year. They have the talent. They don't have an identity. We're doing nothing out there. We're running James and Joel pick and roll. Then we're going to James ISO. Then you got Tobias Harris in the fourth quarter running heavy ISO trying to get a bucket. What are we doing out there? I mean, I'm stream we stream during every game. I'm watching these games. I'm commenting as it happens. I just don't understand the plan. We have no plan. And when you have this many lethal pieces, you need to establish an identity. And we just have not done it so far. So that is that is a reflection upon Doc. And it's not all Doc's fault, but, you know, this is bad. You need to get this together. You need to get this together. Then on the defensive side of the ball, the Sixers, once again, as I've been saying for days now, they have no communication. They don't talk. All right, guys are standing around. They're letting they're they're actually pushing out the shooters now, but they're not putting a hand up. They're playing lazy. They're playing lazy. And I'm just going to pull up one play from yesterday because I don't want to go through a bunch of clips. It, I don't even want to see this game again. They need to burn this film after they go and get dissected and, and just look at this whole thing. 
Um, but this one play really stood out to me as the play of the game. So, you know, I, Jakob Pertl, okay. <laughs> Jakob Pertl is out here out of hustle in the Sixers. I would love to know how. There's a play here from the Spurs. Johnson swings it, and he missed the shot. You have P.J. Tucker, Joel Embiid, and James Harden standing there. First off, Joel didn't even try to box out the right way. Tobias is standing there as well. Three Sixers, and nobody can get the rebound. Nobody can get the rebound. And everybody stands there as he puts up an easy layup. This is bad. This does not look good. This does not look like how does that happen? Terrible body language. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make I just I can't take it. I can't take it. And then more from Doc Rivers. He says, quote, it's almost like we played the first two games hard, competed and felt like, okay, now we can win some games. You still got to go out there and earn the game. Tuck was yelling after the game and he was right. No one's going to give you a win. So we get P.J. Tucker, a guy who I expected in these type of moments to show some adversity, at, you know, dealing with adversity and step up, which he did. He's probably yelling at these guys, but still, Doc, you got to get a hold of this team, man. That is miserable. That is miserable. It really is. It really is. Now, in terms of Joel Embiid, um, he had 40 points yesterday. Woohoo, a great game. Guess what? You gave up, what, eight offensive rebounds to Jakob Pertl? Seven offensive rebounds. I mean, that can't happen. The defensive tendency of this team is terrible. They also have no identity. And for a team that said they wanted to be top five in defense, it just does not look that way right now. I mean, it's bad. Embiid had 25 shot attempts, 40 points. Maxi had 25. Harden did not play well yesterday. Four for 18. He looked miserable. But again, it doesn't seem like we're establishing everybody. It's like we're just going out there and seeing, you know, what sticks on the wall, man. It doesn't make sense. Not to mention our bench gets outscored like 40 to 10, 40 to 10. I mean, how does that happen? How does that happen? Sixers bench in the first three games outscored 103 to 34. That is embarrassing. And, and you know, before I go way too over the deep end, which I may have already. Okay. I want to say this. I do think the Sixers are going to click at some point. I think they will be fine and they'll hear this noise and get up and play better. But with this easy stretch of games right now, with this easy stretch of games, if I see this type of play for a couple more games, and and maybe it's maybe I'm just going crazy, but if I see this for a couple more games, I'm talking you might have to make a change already. You cannot throw this season away. This is supposed to be the year where we get over the hump and we look not prepared by any means to play basketball. I just I don't know how you had an entire offseason. And you have no preparation. Now, in terms of Joel Embiid, I was wrong, okay? Some of you were right, and I'll admit when I'm wrong. I thought he was messing around at the media day when he said he sat on his couch all offseason. Joel Embiid last night said that prior to training camp, he hadn't done anything basketball-related for two months because of the plantar fasciitis he had in the summer. So Joel Embiid is not in shape. He needs to get in game shape. And, I, you know, I just don't understand why this man is playing 36 minutes, 38 minutes the last game, 37 minutes. Why are we playing him so much if he's not in condition to play? How much sense does that make? And he had 40 points. Great. It was against the Spurs. You let Josh Primo and Josh Richardson and Devin Vassell, this team that is openly tanking, all right? Brett Brown's going to be the next head coach of that team. I'll tell you right now. Greg Pop is on the way out. 
they want to lose. They're in the sweepstakes and they're two and one because they wanted it more. They out hustled us. They were hungrier and the Sixers look absolutely pathetic. They do. And I just, I can't, you know, I, I can't say it any other way. Like I'm, I look at this team every day and right now we should be much better than this. This is, this is embarrassing. It really is. And those players should be embarrassed as well. And I hope they find a way to get it going. I really do. I mean, Niang had eight off the bench. Nobody else did anything again. It might be time for Shake and Furkan or Paul Reed. Like Paul Reed didn't even play yesterday. It might be time. Harold, nothing in nine minutes. I don't feel like we have an identity. And like I said, late in the game, we're bringing it down to six points. We're bringing it down to six. We're bringing it down to six. And the Spurs just keep getting an easy bucket, putting it back to eight, putting it back to eight. They kept getting these offensive rebounds, and the Sixers looked like nobody was even trying to get it. You add dog to your team. You add toughness. You add that mentality. Where the hell is it? Where? Where? I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. Something needs to change right now. We need a spark. We need something. We need something. You know, somebody said to me, because again, I'm, I'm enjoying the Phillies right now. They are keeping me sane. And you know what? Somebody's had the perfect analogy for me. They said, Doc Rivers to the Sixers is like Joe Girardi to the Phillies. And they said, Sam Cassell could be to the Sixers what Rob Thompson is to the Philadelphia Phillies. Okay. It, it, it almost looks, look, it's only game three. I'm not trying to go over the deep end. Right now, if we see this continued play, this continued attitude, okay, the we're not ready yet. If we continue to see that, I mean, a spark might need to be made now. It might need to change. It almost looks like Doc has lost the team. Why do these guys look uninterested? They're supposed to be a championship contender this year. And they can't beat the tanking San Antonio Spurs at the Wells Fargo Center. That is embarrassing. That is ridiculous. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. Something might have to, like, we we need a spark. We need it. And I don't know where it's going to come from. Uh, Joel needs to get in shape. James will be fine. Tyrese needs to get going. I, I just don't feel like he is comfortable. We're running these sets. We're running these schemes. And it's so vanilla. That, like we're not doing anything extra. We're not doing the things I know we can do. Right? We're not getting PJ Tucker open in the corner based off a pin down. We're not getting Tobias open in space. We're not letting Maxi go downhill. We're not doing anything. We're doing the same thing every single time. And beat and harden just go through the same motions. That's what we're doing. We're going through the motions. And I just, I don't know. I don't know. But that was one of the worst losses I've seen last night. And we have the Pacers on Monday. You have to win that. If, if the Sixers don't beat the Pacers on Monday, then you go to 0-4. I mean, it might be time. It might be time. Those are just my thoughts. Give me yours down below in the comments section. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Got to stay on it, man. We, something needs to happen. This team needs to get it on the right track. I believe they actually will, but I, I hope we don't see anything else like we did last night because that will not leave a good taste going forward. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Give me your thoughts down below, and I'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace.